Monday, December the 14th, 2015, and this is the One More Verse podcast. Hey everybody, my name is John Nix, and on behalf of Vertical Purpose, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so pleased to have you join me today as I discuss 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. If you could ask for anything in the world, what would it be? This was the dilemma that Solomon faced when the Lord appeared to him. Now Solomon is in the early days of being king and he's trying to establish his kingdom and get a firm grip with foreign policy and the establishment of his regime and his rule. And so our reading today tells us that he makes an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Now this was not an uncommon thing and this was strictly a political marriage. Treaties between nations would customarily be sealed with some sort of marriage between two royal houses. And so Solomon has already taken steps that his father David had instructed him to do, and now he is only further strengthening the kingdom. So he takes Pharaoh's daughter and brings her into the city of David until he finished building his own house and the wall around Jerusalem. And during this time, the Bible tells us that people were sacrificing at the high places, but no house had been built yet for God. Now we see Solomon doing the things that his father had instructed him to do. Not only did God love Solomon, but Solomon loved the Lord. He was doing his best to honor the request of his father. And so he was trying to walk in the statutes of David, his father, and he made sacrifices regularly in the high places and he would go to worship. And on one particular occasion, he goes to Gibeon to sacrifice there. It was a great high place. And Solomon, the Bible tells us, was generous and lavish in his worship of God. The Bible says he used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. This was not some pittance that Solomon would give to the Lord. This was to uh, express his generosity and his commitment to the Lord. And so he was very lavish when it came to these offerings. And on this particular visit, the Lord appears to him in a dream by night. Imagine being asleep and God coming to you and God says, you just ask what I shall give you. Being confronted with whatever in the world you could possibly want. Now Solomon's a new king and he had some promises and assurances from the Lord, but God is giving him a blank check. What in the world do you want? Now Solomon shows an incredible amount of wisdom in his response. He recounts how the Lord has shown him favor, uh, not just to his father, but in establishing it so that Solomon could be king after him. He, he talks about God's faithfulness and, and how God has shown him this steadfast love and that he had given him a son that would sit on his throne. And so he recognizes that him being king is God's work and that God has established him as the king in place of his father, David. He recognizes his service is not only to the people, but it's to God. Now, this king who has all of the reigning power, all of being the monarch, comes before the Lord and in humility, he calls himself just a little child. He confesses that he's not sure how to, uh, the Bible phrases it, go out or come in. It's just how do you conduct yourself as a new king? He acknowledges God's great work 
among his people and they've become a great people and the multitude has grown. And so he asked the Lord for this. He asked the Lord that he would give him an understanding mind so that he might serve God's people and honor God through the way that he ruled and judged. He wanted to be able to discern between good and evil because he recognizes that the task before him will require God's divine aid and assistance. And when he asks this, it pleases God. And God not only says, because you've asked for this, he lists the things that he could have asked for. You could have asked for a long life. You could have asked to be rich. You could have asked for the um, destruction of your enemies. But you, instead of all those sorts of things, instead of something that's just strictly selfish and self-serving, you've asked for understanding and the ability to discern what is right. And God says something incredible. I am going to do what you have asked I will give you a wise and discerning mind that no one has ever had before you and no one will have after you. Not only that, but God says he's going to give him what he did not ask for. He didn't ask for riches, but God's going to give it to him. He did not ask for honor, but God was going to give it to him. No other king would compare with Solomon. But the last part of what he tells him is conditional. It's an if-then statement. And he says, if you will continue to walk in my ways, if you will continue to keep my statutes, if you will continue to obey my commandments, if you do these things as your father David did them, then I'm also going to give you a long life. Solomon awakes. And it was just a dream, but this was not some sort of ordinary dream. This was not just the musings of his own mind. Yes, it was a dream, but it was a divine revelation. God was telling him something. And Solomon immediately, when he comes to, goes to Jerusalem, he stands before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and he begins to offer burnt offerings and peace offerings. He offers a feast for all of his servants. What an incredible An amazing thing Solomon has shown us. When given the opportunity to ask for anything in the world that he wanted, to call on the high king of heaven who has no limits, and to ask for something that is not just self-serving but would serve not only God but his people. We see the wisdom of Solomon begins, it seems that it's on display before God has ever given him this endowment of extra wisdom that he will give him. What a wise young king. This young man recognizing that obedience to God would be key in his leadership. This young man loving the Lord, being generous toward the Lord, regularly worshiping, regularly offering to the Lord. This was not some sort of thing that he did just for show. This was not some sort of external religious practice. This was a king who loved the Lord and he wanted to honor him and he wanted to fulfill the requests of his father. And these early days show us That so far, Solomon is doing exactly what God requires, and God is blessing him. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. If you need some more information about Vertical Purpose or One More Verse, visit johnnicks.org. I'd love to hear from you, so find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the handle TheJohnNicks. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. 
Thanks again, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.